Back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio ZSL podcast, and today's another marvelous Monday. We're talking about budgeting. Oh my God, budgeting, budgeting, and budgeting. Now, budgeting from a business perspective can mean so many different things, right? Um, you know how to manage a budget, obviously during turbulent times. Uh, what your budget is, but you know, from a personal perspective. You know, you always have to understand, like, what is your budget when you go on holiday? And I realized this probably when I first went to Australia. When I first went to Australia, I set my daily budget for 100 USD. And I was there for 14 days, right? And I said, no matter the cost or anything, I'm not going to go over 100 US dollars a day. That's what my goal was, right? And so when you set yourself a budget, it's much easier for you. And a lot of people would say, oh, that doesn't give you the freedom. But I mean, again, in any civilized country, you should be able to, you know, use 100. And luckily with the, you know, the US dollar just completely destroying the Aussie dollar at the moment, you'll have an additional probably $50, $60 to spend, you know? And so when I set my budget for, let's say a hotel, it's always $100 a night. When I set my daily spending, $100, even with my everyday expenses like on meals and stuff although i've gone over quite a few times this year you know i set my daily budget at ten dollars a day you know for meals um and it's not saying that i'm living through you know i'm living frugally meaning you know i'm funding my dream but at the same time if you don't set a budget for your daily expenses i mean you just end up overspending i remember i had a student and I forgot his name. This was like four or five years ago. This guy would spend upwards from 1000 to 1500 baht a day, meaning 30 to $40 on food a day. Now, in America, that's not too bad. In UK, that's not too bad. But here in Thailand, that's basically equivalent to spending anywhere between like 60 to $90 a day on food in America, you know? And so you got to be smart with budgeting, right? And so, again, we're going to talk about different budgets okay that are, are that are going to be discussed in this article that i have and obviously which one does the writer prefer right and so here we go it says here companies need to budget it allows them to assess income and control expenditure which means manage costs right and improve spending decisions now the two common budget categories in finance are fixed and flexible Although flexible budgets are much more complicated to draw up, they give a company greater control over cost forecasting and enable better decision making. Now, a fixed or static budget is drafted at the beginning of the accounting period and income and cost projections remain constant, regardless of changes in the output. So a flexible budget on the other hand, is adjusted as production changes to reflect the change in revenue and cost structure of the business. So basically, this is what a lot of people have right now, given the fact in which COVID has completely destroyed everything, right? However, fixed budgets are relatively easy, okay? They're easy to produce and provide information on cost control because you have a budget like me. I have a fixed budget for my hotel. I have a fixed budget for my everyday spending. I have a fixed budget for my spending per day right but this type of static budget only really works for companies whose cost and market conditions don't change very much right now if you're working in a company and things change because oh the, the logistic nightmare that just literally happened uh over 
what was it over the past couple of weeks apple oh my god i forgot what had happened but something terrible happened and then logistics and everything just fell apart forgot what it was about but again if you're a company that doesn't heavily rely on that you're good right and if you have a fixed budget if you're a company where nothing really ever changes you're good but again having a flexible budget is very important but there are some downsides to that so here we go going back into the article when production volume or market conditions fluctuate a fixed budget very weak you know like very very quickly becomes useless right and so um you know i was speaking to one of my students just recently and she's like, hey, Arsenio, did you hear about Bitcoin? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's back over 60000 She's like, yeah, and I made some money off Ethereum, too. And I'm like, see, this is a very, a very volatile market, though. You're never going to really benefit a profit unless you're able to hurry up and squeeze out and take out some money and just leave whatever money in there and make sure, you know, there are no, like, uh, I forgot what it's called, but, you know, they don't tax you in any different way. There's a lot of different things that revolve around Bitcoin that I just don't understand. And that's why it's just such a volatile market. That's why I want to put my money in the bricks. In the last paragraph of this article, it says flexible budgets are more effective at dealing with the fluctuating nature of the business cycle and are probably more common because look, a flexible budget can be adjusted as volume or conditions change. Okay. And it better reflects the common and budgetary conditions facing the company. Right? So that's obviously the opinion and which one he prefers at the very bottom, right? So again, obviously having a flexible budget like me, I set my standard, but am I willing to go over for a little bit more fun? Absolutely. You know, um, you know, and you know, so many people have told me, you know, when I go out there like, hey, listen, we got to set a budget. Okay, what's our hotel budget? Okay, let's put our hotel budget here. Okay, what's our spending budget? Well, let's see what we want to do per day. Okay, let's put one big activity and then we work everything around that. Okay, well, once we land, okay, we're going to walk all the way up these steps. So we're going to go to Tiger Temple and Krabby. Okay, how about the second day? Well, they're going to pick us up outside our hotel and we're going to go to Krabby Islands. I said, okay. Uh, She's like, what are we going to do at night? And I'm like, well, sitting on the sun for about eight hours a day, I probably won't want to do anything at night. Just to let you know, I'm going to come home and I'm going to be beyond tired, you know? And so what we're talking about budget here, but again, I'm able to say, okay, we're going to spend this here. We're going to spend this here. The flight is over here. We can do this, this, and this. Thorough planning is everything. And I'm just talking about every day. I'm talking about budgeting in general. So in saying that, what I want to hurry up and do is share a couple of things with you. Now, we t- I gave you some 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 big words and i want to just break them down so if we look at three a what is it not three a but if we look at manage costs you heard me say something in regards to the expenditure right oh i'm sorry i keep saying expenditure i mean to say expenditure i believe that's how you say it who knows but control expenditure okay man that's a terrible word for me especially now if we look at write a budget that means to draft or to draw up a budget all right if we look at obviously you know changing a budget that means to adjust a budget now shows something uh, you know or show that something has changed means to reflect changes 
And so with these little things, you have like synonyms and paraphrases and whatnot, but it just goes to show you that you can obviously understand a little bit more the different types of, uh, you know, the different types of budgets. So again, the different types of vocabulary that revolves around budgeting. So in summing this up, we're going to listen to obviously budget approval in the next one. I don't want to make this podcast very, very long, but just so that you can learn a little bit from this, it is important to draw up a budget. That's absolutely right. I believe that some people, you know, they they become very, very, um, and especially consumer spending. And given the fact COVID happened, a lot of people are much more weary of how much they spend, right? And so it is absolutely important to know how much your budget is for specific things and to know how much your everyday uh, spending is. And, you know, at the beginning of this year, I told myself and I wrote that down in my little green book that's right here. And in that green book, it shows how much I made every month. And I love looking back, especially on January, February and March, seeing that I had one company and, you know, there wasn't really much going on online. I think I had only had like two students. And they really weren't doing much either. I didn't have webinars. I didn't have a phenomenal membership that I did. I didn't have the courses I did right now. But then over time, if you look at July and then looking at what I've done in the first 15 days of October has completely surpassed the amount I made in July in just the 15 days. And so, you know, I learn a lot, obviously, from you know budgeting and how much I make on a routine basis and whatnot but again what is your budget and what are some of the budget goals that you want if you could save a little bit every day maybe you could fund a dream you know I realized that you know this upcoming um December I'm finally going to start yeah you guys may have heard already that I'm going to be uh training at a huge company and when I start training there it's like okay Arsenio Well, this isn't necessarily going to equate to your everyday expenses, but what's going to happen, as a matter of fact, is all that money I make through that specific company, that's going to be for the Johannesburg Transformation Program that I'm going to do next year. That could be for my uh, big trip going back home to America and maybe doing the Brendan Bichard, saving up for these courses and saving up for the Real Estate is Real course by Jamal King so I can learn about real estate. You see what I mean? I believe that the big money that I'm going to be making, obviously, with this company and not even to mention the two big companies coming up the very next month, those are going to be the big, big drivers in me, my personal development and taking myself to the next level. Because guess what? When I'm a trainer and especially being a trainer at this company, a lot of people are going to be like, okay, well, what makes you different from this trainer and what makes us pay you a little bit more for this is because, well, I'm a licensed transformation coach and I'm going to potentially be a licensed high performance coach. And to be honest with you, once I become a high performance coach, it's better to get in on my, you know, how much I am doing per training now, because right after that, I'm going to be known worldwide. And when I'm known worldwide and going to, to different companies and they know me for different things, this is when things become much bigger budgeting maybe for advertisement budgeting for food budgeting for saving up for your own personal development this is what it all comes down to and so people learn how to budget we're going to listen to budget approval in the next monday podcast in terms of corporate finance and stay tuned for more over and out